Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2074. Time to take a drive in the convertible. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, with a very special guest by the name of Spencer Goldstein. Spencer, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I'm ready to go, Mark. Pedal to the metal. All right, we'll have some fun Let's here. Let's do it. Yes. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into this brand that you're building, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Spencer? One little thing... People think of me as the polite Southern guy, but I'm actually very internationally inclined. I studied linguistics in college. I speak German, among other languages. And in my free time, I play cricket and squash. And most of your listeners probably don't know anything about either of those. You're a Renaissance man, and you sent me your pictures. And one of your pictures, I thought I was looking at a a portrait of some royal king from the past. And I went, okay, who is this guy? (laughs) Well, you just exposed that. You are a bit of a Renaissance man. I'll take that designation. I'll... I'll be a renaissance man. That sounds nice. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very cool. I love it. Well, it's fun to get involved in different kinds of things, especially things that kind of throw people off. You know, when you come across one way and then people find out something else about you and they go, oh, that's really interesting. So that's why I always ask my guests that question. It usually uh, brings up some very interesting topics. Now, to go out and find a place to play cricket, you need other people. So are there leagues where you live or groups of people to play that sport? You'd actually be surprised. There's a few leagues here in town in the metro Atlanta area, and it's mostly um, expats from different countries. The league that I play in is all folks from the Caribbean. There's another league that's for folks from uh, India. But it's really kind of, you know, we're hoping it's catching on in America a little bit. Well, we're learning a little bit about that sport in our family because my daughter-in-law is from India. And so they watch that sport, of course, a lot over there. So uh, when she's visiting and we can find a game or two, I'm always saying, what What are they doing now? What is that? Why do they do that? What is this all about? So I'm trying to learn a little bit more about it, but uh, it looks like a fun sport. So very, very cool. Well, let me give you a proper introduction here. Spencer Goldstein is the president of Wolfstein's Pro Series based in Atlanta, Georgia. Wolfsteins is the manufacturer of rag top and soft top products, the premier product line for cleaning and protecting your convertible or SUV soft top. All Wolfsteins products are tested and endorsed by the HAARTZ Corporation, Hearts Corporation, uh, the makers of fabric and vinyl tops for everything from Aston Martin to Volvo, Porsche, of course, making Wolfsteins products the only one you can trust for your soft top car. You'll find Wolfstein Pro Series on their website and at AutoGeek, our friends that offer all sorts of great car care solutions. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our valued sponsors, so please give them a little love, and we'll be right back. Covercraft's newest three-layer all-climate cover is especially engineered 
for moderate weather conditions, and it's treated with an extra UV-resistant formula. It's soft, it's breathable, and it's easy to store, all while pampering your paint, providing maximum UV rain and dust protection. If you live where it's windy, no worries. Simply add their gust guards for windy conditions to add extra protection to keep your cover in place. Your three-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their tradition since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft, too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code yeah 21 Y-E-A-H-2-1 at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. So get 10% off with free shipping by simply using the code yeah 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Spencer, we are back. So let's talk a little bit about this business that you're in charge of. Give us some history of where this business came from, how it was developed, and then we'll dive into some of the products that you make and some of the challenges that people that have convertible tops face. I used to be one of those, and we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the show today. So grab the wheel. You know, my father, Rick, founded the company around 1996, really got kicked into high gear in about 1998. He was always Mr. Convertible. It was what he was passionate about. People are interested in all kinds of varieties of cars, and my father was really attached to different convertibles, and he just loved them. And he had found at the time there really wasn't a very safe and effective product for treating the particular kind of fabric and vinyl that you find on convertible tops. Uh, so it was a small niche, but he found a solution. He started a company which he ran out of my, out of his basement, my parents' current basement, doing everything himself. Today we've thankfully expanded a little bit and we were able to get the endorsement after years of rigorous testing to get the endorsement of the Hearts Corporation, as you mentioned in my little bio. That, uh, you know, makes all of the fabric topping material and vinyl as well for virtually every car on the market today and aftermarket tops as well. This is the first time Hearts has ever put their name or logo 
on any product in their you know over 100 year history. So it's really by extension the only manufacturer approved product for treating, cleaning, and protecting your convertible top, Jeep top, Bronco top, and even the Bimini top on your boat. This is cool. You know, I my regular listeners will know this. I had a 84 Porsche Cabriolet, and you and I spoke about this because we're going to be talking about one that you have. That car had a vinyl, not vinyl, it was a like a canvas-type top. And living in Southern California at the time, there was a couple of challenges with that. One is the sun. Now, I always put cover crop car covers on my cars to protect them. It's the best thing you can do other than leaving them in the garage, which isn't a lot of fun, really, is to keep a cover on them when they're outside when you're not driving, of course. But back then, I was always trying to find a good solution to clean that top because you'd see people with those tops and they'd scrub them too hard and they'd discolor them or they'd use the wrong cleaners on them and that would discolor. Mine was a dark chocolate brown color. So if you mess that up, you could really see what was going on. So could you walk us through some of the different types of materials that are on convertible tops in different cars today and what some of those materials need in the way of special care? Yeah, so they're mostly, most of the cars released these days are going to come with a fabric top, which is more of like the canvas material that you mentioned just a little bit ago. And, you know, those really have to be cleaned with a proper cleaner and protected with a proper protectant. And, of, of course, obviously, shameless plug, that's what we do. Yes. But, you know, the, the biggest thing, you might find this interesting because you, uh, of course, worked in the detail industry for quite a while. People will wax their cars. They'll take care of the paint. They'll put a, maybe a paint sealant on, something that gives it a little bit of UV protection or something. And then there's some sort of this mental block for a lot of customers that think the canvas is just superhuman. <laughs> yeah. And you just go through anything. But in reality, it's taking the biggest beating of anything. And it's the most delicate item on the top. If you take a pair of blue jeans, for example, of course, not the same material. But if you left it outside in the sun, brought it back in in a couple of days, imagine it goes through some rain and sun. It's going to look a different color. It's going to look pretty wore out. Right. Particularly the seams and everything. So uh, you definitely want to have a, a proper treatment for that. And to my knowledge, back when you had your car, uh, your Porsche, uh, there really wasn't anything specifically designed for convertible tops, which we have now. And the real risk that you take using something different is that it leaves residue behind. And uh, particularly if you were to go to an automatic car wash or you use something quite heavy uh, like Dawn dish detergent, which people like for some reason, uh, it's going to leave a lot of residue behind that's going to end up damaging the top. Exactly. And, you know, I don't remember what I used to use on it, but I tried a lot of different things, but there really weren't many solutions. I know one thing I used to do to try to protect it was I used the the old-fashioned Scotch Guard that I used to spray on my Levi's jeans when I'd go snow skiing to keep the snow from penetrating the jeans because... You know, you get wet when you're skiing and then you get cold and so forth. That's how I protected it back in the day. So tell us a bit about how your products work first in cleaning and then not leaving residue behind. Because I heard you mention that a few times. You leave that residue behind and it attracts things and grabs them and holds on to them. And then finally, the protectants that you can put on these tops these days. I know there's like bimini tops, there's the canvas tops, there's vinyl tops on cars, which are a whole different thing. They're, they seem to be a lot more robust and 
they can take a little bit more of a beating than the canvas type top. But keeping that canvas top looking brand new is always a challenge. It really is. And if you're, you know, like we discussed a little bit earlier is the beating it's going to take if you're somewhere like Florida and, or, or California, you're taking a beating from the sun, you know, and normally, of course, a high, high levels of UV even during cloudy days. And what you're getting is a lot of microabrasion from the sand coming off the beach, which is not necessarily visible to the naked eye, but over time it deteriorates the fabric. So we want to avoid that. Your cleaner we've made completely as natural as it could be so that it's entirely non-toxic and biodegradable and you can rinse it off. All you want to do is soak the top, spray it on, scrub it in with a nice brush, rinse it off. It'll go right down the drain, nothing to worry about. So nothing that's going to be acidic or corrosive in the top or that's going to leave that residue behind that, like you mentioned, is going to attract other things and wear it down. In terms of protectant, back in the day of the Scotchgard days, and I don't know if it's still like this, it all contains silicon. Mm. And what we, of course, discovered over the years is silicon is the number one thing that's really going to damage a heck of a lot of things, namely convertible top canvas. So our product contains no silicone. It's about, you know, as good and clean as you can get. And you got as a spray, it comes in an aerosol can. So the application is easy. You just spray it on. You leave it in the sun to dry and you're good to go. You want to do it about every four to six months. Um, and you're really good there. Vinyl tops, whole different thing. They're naturally waterproof. But, uh, of course, they also take a beating from the sun. So what you're doing there is protecting from UV. And of course, as you know, I've probably said this ten times already without thinking, that UV is the number one thing that's going to damage both your top, your paint, and pretty much everything on the vehicle. Yeah, and your skin, too. That's why you put uh, sunscreen yeah. on your skin. Yeah, it's bad stuff. Uh you know, the other thing that you can get from places like Covercraft is you can get a cover that just covers the top of your car to keep it. Uh, and I've, I've seen those being sold. But, you know, your paint can take a beating, too. So I say cover the whole thing when the car is parked for any longer than maybe a half hour or so. Probably not the grocery store, but uh, anytime else you leave your car outside at work or anything is give it a cover. But I love the fact that your products are natural. They're supportive of the environment that way, but they're also uh, highly effective to protect these tops because they're not cheap to replace and nothing worse than a great shiny car and then the canvas or material or vinyl top looks all discolored and crummy it's just it, it just wrecks the whole looks of the whole car so it's very cool I like to ask my guests about what I call driving inspirations, people that have been influential or mentors. Now, you mentioned your dad started this business, so perhaps he was the one in your life that uh, spurred you into this or inspired you to get involved with the family business. Is that how it worked for you? That was exactly how it worked. My father was really always the big car guy. I was a car guy, too, but I never, I never, I, I never really imagined myself working in this industry when I first started out in business. It ended up working that way. I couldn't be happier now. But of course, my father, and he unfortunately passed away this past December. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh no, I'm sorry to uh, to drop that on you and bring negativity to what's otherwise a wonderful conversation. But yeah, but he was the greatest mentor in my life. 
um, everything from cars to I mean, just business in general. I mean, he was a walking encyclopedia, and I think what he was most great at was just dealing with other people. He always knew how to, you know, make everybody feel like you were the most important person on earth if he was talking to you. And uh, I loved that quality. I, I hope that I can carry it on in some way. That was a big thing that I learned from him. He's a great mentor in my life. Well, we'll be very, very fortunate. My sincere condolences for losing him. Uh, this month will mark five years since I lost my dad. And yeah, I don't think a day goes by. I don't think about all the great things that he taught me and the great inspiration he helped me with uh, doing things. And I always stop sometimes and think, well, okay, well, what would dad do in this situation? Because I can't reach out to him and ask him. And that usually provides me with a great answer. No doubt uh, your father's uh, legacy uh, we'll answer those questions for you as you move forward in business and life and so forth. So uh, hats off to him and what he's built and the fact that you carried the torch on, uh, which means he's smiling uh, today down on you and uh, happy with what you're doing and that you're happy, most importantly, uh, enjoying a life around the automotive career factor. So uh, very, very cool. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, I want to talk a bit about a challenge that you faced. And then we'll get into uh, cars because I'm anxious to learn more about your Porsche Cabriolet. Very much like mine. I think they're the same year. So uh, keep your seatbelts on, your tops clean, and we'll be right back. I've teamed up with AutoGeek because... Well, they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, for more than 20 years. Their Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax is specially formulated from Brazilian Carnuba Wax. It's easy to apply on any paint surface and provides that warm glow that we love, especially me on my vehicles. You're going to love it too. A favorite of car shows countrywide, Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax from AutoGeek wipes on easily, requires no drying time, is easy to remove, and provides up to 90 days of protection against damaging environmental contaminants. This wax is designed to exceed the standards of the most discriminating enthusiasts and collectors. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their very skilled technical support. Autogeek.net. That's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. We all count on skilled auto technicians to ensure that our families and ourselves are safe on the road. That an airplane will get me safely to my destination. That trucks are moving the stock to shelves of essential parts and things that we need. That's why Tech Force Foundation's slogan is so appropriate. When techs rock, America rolls. I love that. Tech Force is a charity of cars, yeah. And like all charities... They need our support. If you love cars and can relate to the young person's desire to turn their passion into a career, go to techforce.org today and donate or become a volunteer. That's techforce.org. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. 
And be sure to use the code CARS, yeah when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. I always like to ask my guest, Spencer, about a big challenge they faced and how they've dealt with it. More importantly, what it taught them so they can move forward in a positive way. Failure is, uh, in many ways, I've learned from many guests, a good thing because it meant you tried something you'd never done before. So take us on a bit of a ride, if you would. I've had, I've suffered failures in every aspect of life, and you got to push on from that. I think the biggest challenge business-wise, and it might be a trite answer at this point because I know you've probably heard it a hundred times, it was it was COVID and the supply chain issues, oh which still continue today. And, you know, when you're kind of a small to medium sized business like we are, I mean, that stuff is detrimental and uh, it's hard to it's hard to plan for. I think we all have definitely learned something about inventory management, everybody in the industry, in the detailing industry, but just the inability to get the things that you that you need to keep the business running. And, and I know you've mentioned this before on, on, uh, on previous uh, shows that you've done, but just the things that you never think about, because usually you, you submit a purchase order, you get the item in a week, but the tiny things, the caps, trigger sprayers, bottles, propellant for aerosol cans, steel cans, gone absolutely nothing. I mean, it's a blind panic for a time. Uh, and that was an extremely difficult business situation to go for and a real learning experience at that. I'll tell you, I've heard it over and over and over and it's not ended. It's still happening today. And I worked in the car care industry for 20 plus years and we never had to face anything like COVID. And, but we did have challenges sometimes. And one thing that's stood out for me is one time the supplier of our sprayers, and we sold a very nice sprayer. We even suggested people not throw it away when the product was gone to take it out and reuse it in another bottle. And we couldn't get those sprayers. And then we had to find a new source. And then the new source didn't make as good a quality. So when we got all these thousands of sprayers, they weren't any good. And you're like, oh my gosh, uh, couldn't send them back. And people are saying, where's my product? Where's my sprayer? And I, it, yeah, it's... As consumers, we have had, I think consumers have finally figured out we're just going to have to be patient with this issue. And for the the poor suppliers of so many goods, and I've experienced it from little things like things to do my landscaping in my yard. Uh, I had some pavers I wanted to buy out of Canada. Couldn't get them. They weren't allowing trucks across the border. Now, that didn't change my life like it would for you if you couldn't get bottles, but it was irritating. And you're like, well, Canada's just like two hours up the road. Why can't they bring them in? So, yeah, it's, uh, I cannot wait for this to be over. And it just seems to be like that lingering scab that just keeps reappearing on the wound uh, that you can't get rid of. So were there some things in, in with my show with Megan Poirier, who's introduced me to you from AutoGeek, she talked about this at length. Are there some ways that you found to get around this problem or are you just kind of stuck and people have to be patient? Um, I mean, just what do you do? A lot of it was really just being patient. I mean, we were talking about six to eight months to fill uh, purchase orders for raw materials that oh, wow. would, you know, usually come in a week. I think that Megan said this as well. We were very fortunate to find 
you know, to be able to work with some of our colleagues also in the detailing industry that helped us out here or there. Hey, we've got X amount of bottles. We've got X amount of triggers. Uh, you know, do you want them? And, you know, so we got lucky that way. We, <laughs> we unfortunately went through a period with what you just described, not being able to find triggers, ordering really junk triggers from China, which was a disaster. I think we ended up, uh, after we were able to get our American-made ones back, just ended up throwing away those Chinese ones. They were so terrible. But it's all you could get at the time. You know, there's another part of this is anticipation. Now, nobody could have anticipated this. But in the future, and this is the part of the learning lesson, is how will this change your ordering process? Will you stock up much deeper? Because maybe you can't get it in a week or a month or two months from from now on. Is that the lesson learned here? Yeah, that's definitely the lesson learned. Uh, you know, you're always forecasting a year out. Now you've got to be forecasting maybe two or three years out. Uh, we have, you know, between us, we have uh, purchase orders out for raw chemicals going way into next, into uh, 2023, just because you don't know if uh, you've got to get that purchase order in before you run out of anything. But of course, and I'm sure you saw this at Griots too, at the same time, it's a very fine line between keeping too much inventory and, you know, having not enough inventory. Of course, the line has to get shifted a little bit back. Right. Exactly. You want to be holding too much, but you definitely can't have too little. If you have too little, you have no product to sell. Right. And in some cases, chemicals have shelf lives. So you can't sit a chemical on a shelf for a certain long period of time without risking that chemical changing in some way or so forth and affecting the end, end product. And also, as I know for us back in the day when we were developing new products all the time is, well, trying to anticipate what the use will be, how many will be ordered and when they'll be ordered. And everybody loves that just-in-time inventory process, but that's that's impossible when something like COVID hits. It, it doesn't happen because there's no in time uh, and there's no future sometimes when somebody says, I don't know when I can get it to you. And then you add government rules about things being shipped across borders. I mentioned the, the pavers I wanted from Canada. They were made. The company said we have them, but the trucks weren't allowed to come across the border. So yeah, it's uh, it's ongoing. And then we look at the tragedy of the war that's happening in Ukraine right now. And in some cases that has shut down some production lines like Porsche uh, had to stop making some cars because some of those products came from uh, Ukraine. So there's all these different things that you have to have a crystal ball and those crystal balls can get kind of foggy. But uh, does it seem to have improved at this point in time for your company and the products that you need? I think we I think the supply chain has improved enough that we can still get kind of the raw materials we need, um, probably at a bit of an extended timeline. I think the shipping issues are definitely still there. Trying to export something out of the country is an absolute nightmare at the moment. Uh, I, I hope that'll clear up. You know, one thing, Mark, I don't know if it's ever going to go away is the price increases. Um, Inflation, yes. Yeah, I, nobody, nobody, nobody puts the prices back down, and, and um, it's tough to it's tough to, to explain that to the end user when when our prices go up, when the prices really for anything go up. You know, we're not gouging just to gouge. It's really the cost of manufacturing it, nowadays. It's just it's double what it was before. 
Well, that's a whole nother big problem happening right now is this inflation issue. And it has touched everything in every way. I just look at my household, grocery food stuff. Of course, I don't have to mention gasoline. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm about to leave for a trip yeah. to go to California and I'm not looking forward to pulling up to a pump there. Prices are high enough in the state of Washington, but they are several dollars more down there. Uh, it's just, it doesn't, it touches everybody at every level. And I feel bad for people that are living on a very strict budget and companies. And yeah, you just have to raise prices. Go out to dinner these days. I've noticed just local restaurants paying, I'm paying 20, 25, 30% more uh, to eat at a restaurant. And I go, why is this bill so high? And I, I have to be reminded, well, everything costs more right now. So, and you're right. It usually doesn't go back down. Uh, so we're kind of stuck in this situation, which is just a, Catch-22. So, well, let's talk about something a little more fun uh, since we beat that one to death and everybody already knows how painful <laughs> it is out there. I want to yeah. talk about this special vehicle story. Could you share a car that you've really enjoyed? Maybe it's one you've had or it's one you have right now uh, and maybe share a ride in that vehicle with us. Yeah, I got two of them for you, actually. Oh, cool. Uh, the first one was my father's you know, Porsche Cabriolet 911. Um, which is just a beautiful car in immaculate condition. And, and I think most importantly for me, it's nostalgic. I mean, you, I, I just always re re remember driving around with him with the top down, um, the roar of the engine driving through uh, the North Georgia mountains where we like to go. And, um, even even that Porsche, I don't know about yours. It has a very particular smell to it. One of the <laughs> oh, older yeah. ones yeah. that's very nostalgic. I think about all the time. It, it, it reminds me of the happy memories of driving around with my father. Yeah, most definitely. Th this car you're talking about, uh, what color is it? It's white. White. Okay, cool. It's a white one. It's got the black roof. A black top. Okay. Well, it's funny. Even when I, I yeah. drive my old, I have an old 87 and I'll bring it back and park it in the garage. And my wife comes home, she gets out of her car and she goes, just the smell in the garage uh, is that Porsche smell. But you get inside and all that leather just wafts and has that really nice uh, smell to it as well. It's kind of like old Volkswagens. They just have a smell about them that kind of makes you go back. Yeah. 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 To history and and old old Volvos as well. They have a particular leather smell to them. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's got that smell that when you're in one, you know you're in one. Oh yeah, most definitely. Now you said there was a second car. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the very first car that I ever had, which I don't know if anybody's going to like this car as much as I do. But I have so many great memories. I think you always remember the first one you have, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's like uh, it's got to have like special meaning. It was a 1990 Volvo 240, which you might remember, the classic suburban car, uh, that boxy shape, which today I think looks very cool. And that car had so much fun in that car, and it was like a tank. It never died. It was, you know. Back the good old days of Volvo, that car could just run. That car could run three hundred thousand miles without the oil change. It wouldn't. It wouldn't care. Oh gosh! Of course, I never did that. But, yeah, I was going to say, shame on you. <laughs> but no, oh, no, I would never do that. Let me clarify. But it could. It could. That car was built like an absolute Panzer. 
Yeah, they're uh, yeah they were classic, and of course they played off of the safety factor and the family safety factor. But they were tanks. They're kind of like the old uh, diesel Mercedes from the seventies and eighties that just kept on going. Kept exactly. On going. Yeah, heavy cars, not yeah, really that exactly. fast, but probably a good safe car for a first uh, first car for a young man. I think that's exactly what my parents were thinking when they got it for me. But it didn't help because I wrecked it anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> the rest of the – here comes the Paul, re- Par Harvey rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, I did. it ended poorly. I rear-ended somebody. The airbag went off, and that was that. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, but it saved you, and that's the most important thing, uh, the car that sacrificed itself for the driver. I want, it, I want this car to know if it's out there somewhere. I still remember you, Volvo, and I love you very much. <laughs> there you go. It's up in Volvo heaven somewhere. So and the parts yeah. have been recycled and they're on some other car somewhere. So who knows where that might be. Yeah, looking down on us now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and not dripping any oil either. So there you go. I'm going to get into your head exactly. a little bit here, Spencer, and be your car psychologist today. If you were reincarnated, manifest as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive the man in the mirror, who you are deep down inside, what kind of vehicle would you be and why? The car that I would want to be course is like the lamborghini sports car shiny all the all the women love you <laughs> i am definitely not that <laughs> i wish i could say i was we all the do car, i think that <laughs> yeah the car that i think i would more relate to in that regard would be a jeep i'm an outdoors kind of guy and i mean a jeep like you know like a more classic older jeep like a cj a rugged car I'm an outdoorsy kind of guy, and I've always loved kind of those classic off-road sport utility vehicles and kind of the styling of those CJ7s of the 80s. I've just always been fascinated by it. I love the rugged nature of it, the ability to climb anything, basically. And, and, uh, you know, I kind of... I kind of see myself like that. You know, the great thing about those vehicles is they're all the same, but everybody made theirs their own and unique. There are all these options for those vehicles. My next-door neighbor's been a Jeep guy. He's had several and modifying them in a variety of ways to make them unique in your own. But the coolest thing is they can take you everywhere, and that's what they're all about. So, uh, yeah, the outdoor guy. <laughs> I like that for sure. Is there a, a book you'd like to share with our listeners that you really enjoyed reading? Yeah, um, I, I have two of them. And the first one, I want—I wanted to do an industry one, right? I want to uh, give a shout out here to Rennie Dole, who is Mister Detailing Extraordinaire in Big Bear, California. He wrote a book called How to Start a Home-Based Car Detailing Business, and he wrote this as uh, probably several years ago now. I you know maybe 10, 2010 or, or twenty twelve. You can of course still buy it on Amazon, mm-hmm. um, but just from both kind of the detailing industry's perspective and just general kind of business knowledge, it's one of the most intriguing, useful books I've ever read. And he's a, a friend of ours, and I'd recommend absolutely picking up a copy on uh, on Amazon because it's not all about detailing. If you're not really into detailing, um you know, there's plenty in there just about business and management and return on investment and all kinds of different things that you want to know if you had a small business. Um, it's very insightful. 
Randy's been a guest here on the show and he's become a friend of mine. Uh, he's a really great guy. He's one of those great mentors who has helped many, many people in the industry. So if you listeners missed my talk with Randy, you can go back and find it on the Car Show website. Cool guy. So let's go on the ultimate drive. I'm going to enable you to go on the ultimate drive. I'm going to buy you any vehicle in the world. If you want that Ferrari, that Lamborghini, it's yours. You can be driving with anybody, somebody living or somebody who's passed, and you can be driving anywhere. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you today, Spence? I'm going to give you a weird one. I'm going to give you one. I don't know if you've heard this one before, but I had to think about it a lot. I want to ride in the passenger seat with Bernd Mylander in the uh, FIA Formula One safety car. Oh, okay. In the Aston Martin, I want to go, I want to be on that track, riding in that car. I reckon I'll never get to drive a Formula One car or anything quite like it. So that seemed a little bit more, that seemed like a little bit more achievable. Uh, probably not really, but who knows. Um, and, and that's a pretty cool guy to go driving with. Yeah, knows his I stuff. I think it would be awesome to be with him in front of the pack, leading, leading the safety car pack in a Formula One race. I think that would be fantastic. That is a unique answer to that question. Have not heard that one before. So uh, you definitely stand out after 2,000. Okay, so okay. I gave you a good one. Yeah, after 2,070 people, we got something new and different, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty interesting. Plus, you know, you have the fans, the lights, and everything going on. I mean, you'd feel like a, like a king in that car riding out front of all those cars. Um, you look at those safety cars. I mean, those guys are driving very, very spirited. I mean, they have to because those F1 cars do not like to go slow. Uh, they overheat fast and uh, the drivers just want to get going. So, uh, yeah, I think that'd be cool. And of course, the Aston Martin, why not? You'd be doing it in style and comfort. You have taken us on a fun ride today, my friend. I really appreciate you spending some time with me today. I want to do a shout out to uh, Megan uh, at AutoGeek for introducing me to Spencer today. Megan has brought some great guests to the show. And of course, uh, they're a sponsor here, and I'm very grateful for that. All sorts of car care products there at all different levels. And of course, Wolfstein's is the go-to if you have a convertible top and you need to take care of that one for sure. We'll put links to their website here and you can find them at AutoGeek. Before I let you go though, could you share maybe some words of inspiration with our listeners? I don't have a direct quote. It's something I think about all the time and I try to pass on to people because just because I see it so often. I see it in business and in life. And it's going to sound maybe a little bit kind of kind of silly or, or just kind of compact, but don't panic. <laughs> don't panic. There is a solution to every problem. And you're going to face a lot of problems in business and in life. You've got to take a few deep breaths. And believe me, there's a solution to every problem. It's out there. Absolutely. Don't panic. I like it. That's about as succinct as uh, just do it. Nike's quote. So uh, yeah, don't panic. You can put down a shirt or a hat. Just calm down. You'll figure out a solution if you just look for it uh, or seek out help. And I would assume the best pe way for people to learn more about your brand is your website, which is wolfsteins.com. Is that correct? Yeah, you go wolfsteins.com, uh, W-O-L-F-S-T-E-I-N-S.com. Our products are available there along with how-to videos and all the information you need. We have a 1-800 number. You're welcome to call and talk to me personally. Um, and if you want to buy product, you can do it from us or you can do it from our friends at autogeek.net. Be happy for, um, you to do it there. Go to the brand section and just go down 
to Wolfstein's Pro Series or to Ragtop, and we'll be in there. Absolutely. I'll put links to all of those on Spencer's show notes page here on the Cars Yeah website. Spencer, thank you for spending a fun talk with me today. Thanks for being so generous with your time and sharing your knowledge with us. Uh, Solutions, awesome solutions, the best solutions. If you've got a convertible top, canvas, vinyl, whatever it might be, Bimini, uh, you've got a solution at Wolfstein's. So check them out. Spencer, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with us until you and I talk again I'll see you down the road thank you so much Mark I really enjoyed it can't wait to talk to you the next time absolutely we had some fun maybe I need to go out and buy myself another convertible there you go thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!